0: Welcome to the Word and Prayer Daily with Pastor Jared Kirk. Colossians 3, 12 through 14. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone forgive as the Lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity my father lives for part of the year in the mountains of North Carolina and one of the things he loves to do is go hunting for gems in the mountains And when you actually find something, whether it's garnet or a type of emerald or sapphire or something like that, or just some quartz, it's not a beautiful gemstone that's polished and cut and all those things. It usually just looks like a rough rock. And one of the ways that you take these rough rocks and turn them into something beautiful is it's called a rock tumbler. And so you take your rough stone and you put it into this tumbler and it's surrounded by a bunch of other stones, very hard stones. And then the tumbler starts rotating on its axis. And just over time, all of the other stones wear the rough rough edges off of your gem until you take it out. And sometimes it takes days of tumbling and you take it out and all the rough edges are gone and it shines brightly. It's been polished by all of the other rocks. And this is such a great picture of the local church. We're all people who have rough edges and we get... thrown into the middle of this church surrounded by other people and we all get tumbled around by life living in community together and slowly but surely those other people wear the rough edges right off of us until we shine brightly and let's be honest about the church some of those people are some of those people are rougher than others my, my friend Mary Sutherland says uh, that some people are sandpaper people. They, when you rub up against them, they are rough. But you know what? They're also rubbing the rough edges right off of you. Now, as we look in Colossians today, we find that this, this is happening in the local church. And there's three words in this passage that form a progression. They are identity, activity, and unity. Verse 12 gives us the identity of God's chosen people. It says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. And so we get these incredible titles as the people of God. That's our identity. We're chosen by Him, we're holy because of Him, and we are dearly loved by Him. That identity leads to activity. It says, Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness. And patience. And so the activity we engage in as God's people is we're trying to put on these virtues. We're trying to cultivate these virtues in our life, virtues like compassion, where our heart is engaged with the suffering of other people, kindness, humility. Christian humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's just thinking of yourself less. Your focus is on other people, gentleness, and patience. and My mom always reminded me as a child that patience is a virtue. Some more of the activity we engage in is bear with each other and forgive one another. And I think that's such a great message for the church you know, sometimes sins are just little things, or maybe it's not a sin, it's just someone's personality. Part of living in unity in a local church, sometimes it's just bearing with someone. That means putting up with someone. And, and that's a kindness, because I know in my life, in my marriage, there are times when I'm thankful that my wife just bears with me. She doesn't have to call out every fault, every sin, every flaw. She just bears with it forgiving, and we forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. So the identity drives the activity, and the outcome of this activity is, verse 14, unity. Over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And so as we engage in this rhythm over and over and over again of re-establishing our identity, of striving for that virtue and it producing unity in the local church, it's just like we are in that rock tumbler of life, and it is shaping us over time to shine brightly, shaping us over time to be more and more and more like Christ. As we pray today, I want to encourage you to to pray, God, would you help me to love the church well? Help me to bear with people. Help me to forgive people. Help me to love the people in my church well. Let's take just a minute and pray about that right now. Heavenly Father, I believe that you have put me in a local church so that I can love the people around me. I wanna pray a special prayer today for those who are not a part of a local church. God, would you call them into one? Would you give them a spiritual family who can help shape them to be like Christ? But for those believers, and that's most believers out there who are a part of a local church, God, help us to love the people around us well. Help us to bear with some of the people that we just have to bear with. We don't have to call everything out in their lives. We can just go along with it. Help us also to forgive when we're hurt. It is so easy to hold a grudge. It's so easy to get bitter. Help us to forgive in the same way that the Lord forgave us. And above all, help us to love. Love is that motivating force for the other person's good. God, we don't need an instruction manual for life when we know we are just living out love for And so as I think about the people in my small group, as I think about the pastors and leaders you've given me, as I think about the other volunteers, and I think about the members of the church, help me to love in the same way that you have loved me. We pray today in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. If this content is helpful to you, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To help get the word to even more people, please leave a review and a five-star rating. God bless and have an amazing day.